welcome back. All right, buddy. Welcome back. Now, um, the Lord has been opening up some nice truths to us, and we'll continue uh, in this presentation to read some more of the information they've put forth, and we'll, we'll, we'll compare it with the predictions in God's Word. Amen? Amen. And then we'll ascertain what is, what is here, what has happened, and what is coming, uh, what is going to come to pass. But shall we first kneel for prayer? Amen. We want to continue uh, with that article from, uh, I think it's the History Channel. All right. I mean, you could just go online and type in um, what happened in the financial crisis or what happened in 07, 08. And you, many articles. I just chose one. Right. And as I was reading that one, I thought the information was really nice because the, the information I lined up with the video as well and all these things. So you can just go on there and it'll come up. So the last thing we read was that to prevent collapse, the U.S. Treasury nationalized Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. All right. And the U.S. government, in some sense, nationalized um, Homeland Security. There was no such thing as Homeland Security before 9-11. Right. 9-11 came and they brought they brought security to the soil. Right. Um, so 2008 comes and now everything is owned by the government. The government is running security. The government states are no longer running security to some extent, right? So we see this nationalization of, of, of all these things. 2014, the government is running marriages, right? Also schools. You have to tie schools to that. The government is running schools and all these things. And so Christ is also then should run our marriage. Christ should run our learning. Christ should run our finance. But that's not pretty because he suffered. All right. So in doing that, we will be brought to suffering. Amen. All right. Yes, Senior. So, uh, the banks right now, they still don't have regulation and stuff. Um, and during o Obama's presidency, uh, God, ha God had his man in there saying that, that the bank, that they need regulation and stuff. But the other guy was just saying, uh, what is it called? They call it stress test or something? Yeah, I wouldn't go into that. That 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 that. Know, but, no, uh, uh, let's not. Don't. That's a different. Um, yeah, that that'll bring a different thought into what we're dealing with right now. I, I was just trying to say that God had His man there. God, she says that God always have His His angels, and next to these statesmen, right? Daniel was a statesman. Amen. Lord always have His man. So, it says later that month, right? That was in um. We would have to go back up to get that month, but that was in the summer of 2008. Uh, it didn't say. April, probably, it says. But it says, later that month, the 168-year-old investment bank, Lehman Brothers, with $639 billion in assets, assets, filed the largest bankruptcy in U.S. history. Its failure created lasting turmoil in the financial markets worldwide, severely weakened the portfolios of the banks that had loaned it money 
and fostered new distrust among banks, leading them to further reduce interbank lending. Although Lehman had tried to find partners or buyers and had hoped for government assistance to facilitate a deal, the Treasury Department refused to intervene, citing moral hazard. In other words, in this case, the risk of rescuing Lehman would encourage future reckless behavior by other banks, which would assume that they could rely only on government assistance as a last resort. Now keep... No, that's what I was just about to say. Right after that, Merrill Lynch was about to fail. Right? And so Satan was going to have his outcome one way or the other. Right? That was the point. They... they Christ or Barabbas. It, somebody was going to have to go to the cross. Alright? That was Satan's way of putting someone on the cross. Alright? So, it says, Only one day later, however, the Fed agreed to loan AIG, uh, American International Group, the, largest, the country's largest insurance company, $85 billion, to cover its losses related to its sale of credit default swaps, a financial contract that helps protect holders of various debt instruments, including mortgage-backed securities, in the event of default on the underlying loans. Unlike Lehman, AIG was too big to fail because its collapse would likely cause the failure of many banks that had bought credit default swaps to ensure their purchases of mortgage-backed securities, which were now worthless. Less than two weeks after Lehman's desires, Washington Mutual, the country's largest savings and loans, loans, was seized by federal regulators and sold the next day to J.P. Morgan. I'm just highlighting this to show the federal government, they just came in like, like, like a bull, right? And they was like, we are going to determine who falls where, right? And they didn't care. At that point, all right. By this time, there was general agreement among economics, economists, and Treasury Department officials that a more forceful government response was necessary to complete a breakdown of the financial system. Sorry, to prevent a complete breakdown of the financial system and lasting damage to the U.S. economy. In September, the the George W. Bush administration pro, pro, proposed legislation. The, economic, the Emergency Economic Stabilization Act, which would establish a Troubled Asset Relief Program, or TARP, under which Secretary of the Treasury Henry Paulson would be authorized to purchase from U.S. banks up to $700 billion in mortgage-backed securities and other troubled assets. Now, I want to make this point. Bush push this thing and who does he put in charge of it only in the throne will i be greater than thou paulson was joseph paulson was the one selected to gather all the monies onto pharaoh amen only in the throne will i be greater than thou all right so let's continue it's really nice when you could just see the bible play out in real time go ahead sinner Yes. Amen. That's why they call it TARP. Yes. House of Representatives 
sorry, now, after the legislation was initially rejected by the House of Representatives, a majority of those of a majority of whose members perceived it as an unfair bailout of Wall Street banks, it was amended and passed in the Senate. As the country's financial system continued to deteriorate, several representatives changed their mind and the House passed the legislation on October 3rd, 2008. President Bush signed it the same day. Now, do we see the Sunday law in this? You have to see it. Yeah. For a time, some Adventists are going to resist. Mm -hmm. But when the pressure hits, then they're going to accept, the they're going to sign that's what Ellen White says. It, it represents the signing of documents. All right? Yes. All right. So let us continue. It soon became apparent, however, that the government's purchase of MBS would not provide sufficient liquidity in time to avert the failure of several more banks. Paulson was therefore authorized to use up $250 billion in TARP funds to purchase preferred stock in troubled financial institutions, making the federal government a part owner of more than 200 banks by the end of the year. So they don't only own the big banks. They own a lot of banks. All right? Amen. So the next thing they came up with, and I'm going to sk um, skip this portion and jump onto the ball, was something called quantitative easing where they would print money and give it that, that that's all it was it was just printing money giving it to these businesses right just that's it so it says in the bowl by the time the qe programs were officially ended in 2004 the fed had had by such means pumped more than four trillion dollars into the u.s economy Stimulus checks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like yeah. actually called stimulus. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, it, it is. It's a different form of stimulus, right? Yeah. But it's the same thing. That one was to the banks, the other one was to the people. All right? And I, I want you also to keep in mind yesterday, Rashad touched on that. That's what they did in Rome. It's exactly what they did in Rome. They started giving money to the people, they started hosting games. Everything while the military was out there trying to earn that money. Yeah. That's what America is doing. These wars are not accidents. Huh. They're trying to, they're trying to, they really are trying to control these markets mm -hmm. yeah. because they have to give people money here. So it's history does um, tell what's happening. So, next bolt. There is now a general agreement that the measures taken by the Fed to protect the U.S. financial system to spur economic growth, helped to prevent, prevent a global economic catastrophe. In the United States, recovery from the worst effects of the Great Recession was also aided by the American Repo Recovery and Investment and Reinvestment Act, a $787 billion stimulus and relief yeah. program proposed by Barack Obama by the Barack Obama administration and adopted by Congress in February 2009. By the middle of that year, financial markets began to, be, to revive and the economy had begun to grow after nearly two years of deep recession. But also keep in mind that the American people was now in debt trillions of dollars. Because they, they, 
the ones who pay this money back is you and I with our labor. This money is paid back by taxes. Amen. So let's continue. In 2010, Congress adopted the Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act, or the Dodd-Frank Act, which instituted banking regulations to prevent another financial crisis. So after the Great Depression, they had an act. Now after this, this recession, they have another act. But what did they do with the act from the Great, Rece from the great Depression? So what do you think they're going to do to this one? History will repeat. So let's read it. Next bold. After 2017, however, many provisions of the Dodd-Frank Act were rolled back or effectively neutered by the Republican-controlled Congress and the Donald J. Trump administra administration, both of which were hostile to the law's approach. So now, here's the link. It came from Encyclopedia Britannica. This is where this article came from. And I praise God. Encyclopedia Britannica is a well-respected encyclopedia. All right? So, everything that happens on earth is only an illustration of what's happening where? In heaven. Which means heaven did bailouts. Right? Heaven nationalized things. Heaven brought things under, under its control. Amen? And this is what the Lord is trying to do for us. Yes? Heaven is trying to get us under his... Under, heaven, was, heaven was trying to take the church under its control. Amen. Right? So let's continue. On earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6.10 Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in... What comes? Thy kingdom. What is tied to the things that happen? Thy kingdom comes. Thy will be done when, when things are happening on earth. We, we read that quote yesterday. This is all about the coming of God's kingdom. Amen. All right? When, when the Lord told the disciples to pray this prayer, it was for the end of the world. That's our prayer. Thy kingdom come. Right? Thy will be done where? But, but God's will is not being done in our governments. So we should be doing God's will. We should be all, This is why the Lord is calling us to bring these rebukes. Right? Because, so now let's go to Psalms 103. Let's, let's look at this kingdom. The Lord hath repaired his throne in the what? In the heavens, his what? His kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye angels, that excel in strength, and do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye what? Ministers of his that do his pleasure. So what is, what is in God's kingdom? Ministers. Ministers that do his pleasure. Alright? So as we look at what's happening here, these men, what they do is what the angels are doing on our behalf. The Lord, is, the Lord has set up an angel, just like Paulson was set up, and he says, go and rescue my people. Go and bail them out. Give them all these light, all this money, so that they can stay afloat. It's the same thing. Heaven is doing exactly what they're doing. Amen? And during this time, you had the Jamal's the the Dario. Dario's and, and what all these messages is what took us out of that false system. The Lord saved us. He bailed us out. All right. So Daniel chapter four. We're still looking at this kingdom. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation, generation. to generation. The king spake and said, "Is this not great Babylon that I have built for the house of?" The kingdom 
by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty. While the words was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of what? Men, and giveth it to whomsoever he that's what the civil Sunday law is going to teach them. That God ruleth where? In the kingdom of men and he gives it to the people that are walking after his cause. Alright? This is the seven times. 1989 civil Sunday law is the seven times. This, America is going through these things so that the Lord will show them who rules in the kingdom of men. Alright? Then it says, at the end of days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom from generation to generation. At the end of this line, men are going to realize that God is who we say he is. But what are they going to do? Prosperity. Is not, is, didn't we teach that that's a little time of peace? It's terrible for them in a little time of peace. Because they're going to fall right back in Satan's kingdom. And the Sunday law, he has to do it all over again. Down to the close of probation. To show them that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men. So God rules in the kingdom of heaven. But he also rules in the kingdom of men. This is what I wanted to show. In the kingdom of heaven, there are ministers. So in the kingdom of men, there are what? There are also ministers. Romans 13. Let every soul be subject to the unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God, to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For, for, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are ministers of God, attending continually upon this very Thing. So all the things that are taking place in our government, all of it, they're doing it after heaven's order. They're doing it at the instruction of heaven. God ruleth in the kingdom of men. God ruleth in the kingdom of heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Everything they are doing is only to line up what's happening in heaven. God took possession of all his truth. In 2007, 2008. He took possession of it. You want to know how we... How he, because he gave it to us on those charts. He took possession of it. The church, let, the church um, said it is expedient for Jeff to die. Lord be like, alright. I'll take control of my truth. God took possession of our marriage in 2014, 2015. He took possession of our security at 9-11. He took possession of these United States in 1989. 
whether you want to see it or not. God is doing exactly what the government is doing. And at the Silver Sunday Law, He's going to take possession of a people on this earth. He's going to take possession. They're going to make laws telling you when to worship. God is going to make laws telling you when to worship. His, that law is going to show you who is in God's possession and who is not. Amen? Let's continue. America's government is piling after heaven. I'm just going to quickly run through that. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming and saith, Behold, behold the Lamb of God. Luke 4, 18. What does the Lamb of God do? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering sight to the blind, to set at what? Liberty. Liberty them that are bruised. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. Go ahead, Sinirin, and then remind From the Silver Sunday Law. It's going to start showing who's God's and who's not. That's the same thing that happened in 2008-2007. No, it's, it's, the principles are all through each way mark. But what I'm saying is when you get here, this law begins to attack the way we worship. Um, to, I'm trying to say, it did, uh, the, the recession didn't really affect those who weren't really into those things. Yes, and I agree with you. But when I, when I make that point, I'm making it specifically in regards to worship. And all of this showing the same principle, that the same principle is there. Yeah, it's, it's here too. It's, every, it's, on, it's on each line. I praise God. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing, okay? We agree. It's, it's on each line. But you have to be able to specify what he's, what he's doing. What is the separation? All right? So, the Bible says, where does, Romario, you had a point. Liberty. Liberty. As a son of the Statue of Liberty has to go down because it's a sign on to everybody, the whole world, okay. that the Spirit of the Lord is now withdrawn from I, the United States. I, I do agree with that. It's, a, it's, a, it's an open sign to everyone. That's nice. They all can see. Liberty is gone. Where the, where the Spirit of... Exactly. All right. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is the liberty to think for yourself. Amen. What Romario just said, we're, we're coming. Amen. We'll come to it. Yeah, egg, oh, yeah. Yep, that includes Philadelphia. That the, all right, let us continue reading. Revelation 13 says, I beheld another beast coming up of the earth, and he had two horns like a Okay. Behold the Lamb of God. What did Christ say? I come to set at? So what did America come to do? Okay, America, it, as on earth as it is in heaven. All right, let us continue. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are what? Okay, Christ says, I also always do the things of my father. So America was saying, we will do the things of our father. Amen. Right? Because they acknowledge him as creator. All men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are what? Life, liberty, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights. What is instituted? The government, the government on earth as it is in heaven the government is here to secure our liberty so the lord gave them his good spirit all right but what is america the spirit is being gradually withdrawn that's what's happening in our line 
when the government is taking what belongs to God for themselves. No. Amen. Amen. It's really slavery. Listen to this. Romario, I'm coming to you. This is the poem concerning the Statue of Liberty. Amen. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe what? Free. Free. The wretched refuse of your teeming show. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed, and I will lift up the word of God. I will lift up my lamp. What, did Amer what was America given? A lamp to light the way so that people could be free. That's a poem. That's what people saw when they saw the Statue of Liberty. It must go. If that liberty goes, the symbol of liberty goes with it. Amen. Amen. It says, now America's government is made up of what? Three parts. The executive, the president, the legislative, the Congress, and the House of Representatives, and the judiciary. Amen. So how should heaven's government be made up? It should have the same three parts, right? Now on the largest level, we know we have Christ, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, right? On a large level. But heaven's government includes angels because they're ministers. Amen. So let's read. These are of Ages 834, paragraph 1. She says, There is a throne, and around it, the rainbow of promise. There are cher cherubims and seraphims, the, commander of, uh, the commanders of the angels' host, the sons of gods, the representative of unfallen worlds are assembled. The heavenly council, which before, which, sorry, before which Lucifer had accused God and his sons, the representatives of the sinless realms, which Satan has thought, had thought to establish his dominion, all are there to welcome the Redeemer. She highlights two, two groups in here. The sons of God and the heavenly council. I never noticed that. Right? So let's look, for the, let's look at the heavenly council. In heavenly council, the angels pleaded with Lucifer. Right? So they have a job in the heavenly council. Their job is to plead with Lucifer. Or, in other words, plead with men. Amen? Let's continue. The heavenly council having what? A reign and? And what? The lawbreaker, and then what? Pronounces his condemnation, and there is nothing in himself to save him from the what? What is this branch? It's the judiciary. The heavenly council is judiciary. So what are the sons of God? The legislative. They're there. Yes, they're, they, because they're the representatives of every, every uh, planet, every world. Right? Heaven has the same government. Alright? Job 1 and verse uh, 1. Job 1. Now, Job 1 is about the United States. Alright? And I, I want us to make it up. Job, Job represents the people in the United States. Everyone's following? But not just the people. Job represents God's people in the United States. Alright? So let us read. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was what? Perfect and upright, one that feared God, one that had the first, second, and third angel's message. Job, so you could read this. There was a people in the United States, right, whose name was Seventh-day Adventists. That group of people was perfect and 
upright. They fear God. They give glory to him because the awe of his judgment is come. Amen. That's what this is teaching you, that people. So Job is about what's happening to us in the United States. Let us continue. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was what? 7,000 sheep. He was rich and increasing in goods, right? The Lord gave to Adventists all the truths concerning the sanctuary, all the prophecies, right? 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 she-asses, and, 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 and a very great household. So this man was the what? This man was the what? What does it say? It was the greatest in the East. Job is also the United States. When Trump came on the scene, he was trying to resurrect Job. He was trying to make America great again. But the Lord had given America to Satan beginning in 1989. America made their choice. In 1989, Satan goes to the Lord, and the Lord says, see, see America. They keep the constitution. Satan says, skin for skin, let me touch them. 1989, the Lord allows him to touch them. Everyone's for, I mean, it's all here. We are to be history people, amen? And we have to compare it with the predictions of, let us read, let us read. Verse 4, and the sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day. And sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so that when the days of their feasting had were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job says, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did it continually. Now, there was a day when what? When the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also among them. That, I believe, is 1989. That happened. They came to heaven and then the Lord says, see America. There was a meeting in heaven. Praise, man, praise God. They met. And this is what it says. Now, who is Satan? Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Amen? So Satan came there to accuse God of Seventh-day Adventists. Everybody's following? He was accusing God of Job. That's why the Lord says, see my servant Job. The Lord wouldn't just tell Satan, you know, go. Right? If you're not doing anything, the Lord... But Satan was accusing Adventists in America. And so the Lord says, no, nah, I still have a few Adventists left. I still have a people who fits Revelation 12, 17. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and have the what? Testimony of Jesus. So this is what happened. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From coming to and fro in the earth, in the United States. It's the earth beast. Amen? And from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered seven-day Adventists? There is none like them in the earth, a perfect and upright people who fears God and eschews evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Adventists fear God for naught? Hast thou not made a hedge about them? Hast thou not, not thou given them a constitution so they could worship freely according to the dictates of their conscience? 
Hast thou not given them the truths of the first, second, and third angel's message? It says, Hast thou not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch what? All that he hath and he will cause thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that Adventist hath is in thy power. Only upon Adventists themselves, upon the body, upon the conference, put forth not thine hand. This is what he's saying. Put forth not thine hand upon the structure, not just yet. But you could touch everything that the structure has. Touch their churches, touch their missions, touch that, touch that. But in order to touch it, you have to touch their money. And their money was wrapped up in the American economy. Right? Adventist is protected by American laws. So what does Satan get to touch? American laws. American economy. American co everything. And what I like about that is that when you go from 1989 to 9-11, just escape to tell us. 9-11 yeah. to 2014, Pastor Jones, you're way ahead, man. Praise God. You are way ahead. Yep. Man, praise God. Praise God. That's how the Spirit moves. Praise God. Praise God. So it says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power, only upon himself put, foot, put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when, the sons, when, he, when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses were feeding beside him. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I, Jeff, only have escaped alone to tell. The only thing I haven't done yet, I pray that the Lord opens it up, is what exactly the Sabaeans represent here in this time. I haven't gotten to that, but I know it's about our history, right? And the things that he reveals belong unto us forever. Amen? So we'll just take what he's revealing for now. In time, he'll explain to us exactly what that is, but we must pray for it. He's not alone. He's not giving us everything. We must come and ask for it. So praise God. Verse 16. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, the fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am alone. I am o I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another. This is the media now, Rashad. Rashad was talking about, right? It's just news after news after news, right? Earthquake today, fire in California, this, that, the third, right? But we're escaping because the Lord is giving us a revelation of what those things mean. And so as we escape, we can tell. Right? We can go back to Job. Job is the Adventist church. We're going back to them and tell them, this is why this happened. This is what happened. This is why it happened. So let's continue. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans have made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yea, they and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I and I only am escaped to tell thee. Whilst he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking in the eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, 
and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped to tell thee. Then Job did what? Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down to the ground. And so while it also represents Adventists at large, Job also represents the remnant of God's people. Those who fear God and eschew evil. And as these destructions are happening, remember, on earth as it is in heaven, amen? Angels are leaving heaven to come and tell us what's happening. Where are the Job's? And what did Job do? He fell down in? What are we to do after we learn these truths that we are learning right now? We are to fall down and worship. This is our lot. The Lord is get, but there is more troubles to come. Amen? All right. So these were some of the highlights I pulled out since 1989. 1995, Oklahoma City bombing. 9-11. 08, financial crisis. 2013, Boston bombing. 2014, riot in, in Ferguson, right? That was the beginning of riots. 2020, COVID. 2021, capital insurrection. All those things. This is what Job is talking about. All those things that were happening. And someone has escaped to come and tell us how to interpret it. Amen? All right. Now this next, I really like this next line, this next quote. There was a what? A council in, no, no, start, say it right. The council in heaven met in 1989. Amen? Amen. Amen. We have to believe that because that's what the Bible is showing us. They met. Job 1 said they met and Satan went there. But listen to this. Whoa. They, what will they allow Satan to bring? Amen. So he couldn't bring anything after 89 unless the council met to determine, okay, you're allowed to bring these things, but not these things. Amen. Yeah. Let's prove it. The council, then there was a council in heaven. What is the name of that council? Warfare. Warfare it is called. And there was war in heaven. If there is war, there's a council. So right here in 1989, a war was raging. How do we know war was raging? How do we know? What on earth told us exactly? Um, Bush, now Reagan, the Pope against communism. It was a war. And the Bible says that council is called warfare. I love this quote. But let's see this. It was called a cold war. And there's a reason why it was cold. Because there was no actual main on the ground right so it, it appeared to some instances like a time of peace because in that time america's housing market started to boom right this is what led to all the financial crisis and stuff happening that's what we just read amen but the the last war before 1989 was in 1975 the vietnam war it's not a coincidence there was no wars Right after 1989, go to my list. 1989, U.S. invasion of Panama. 1990, Persian Gulf War. 1995-96, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, 2001, Afghanistan. 2003, Iraq. 2004, Pakistan. Do, did you know that it was in Pakistan? I, I, I didn't know that either. I'm reading these things. I'm like, 
07, Somalia, 09, um, um, Indian Ocean. I don't know what that is, right? 2011, Libya. 2011 to 2017, resistance in Uganda. I don't know these things. 14 um, to 17, Iraq again. 2014, Syria. 2015, Yemen. Also, Libya again. The point that I'm making is this. Each one of these wars is representing Satan warring against a particular truth. Each one of these wars. That's what is, it's since 1989, Satan begins to war against the Advent movement. So what America does? America goes to war. On earth as it is in heaven. It, the Lord is really trying to give us a view of the invisible. The, all these wars is just teaching us that the council met and warfare is its name. So what does America do? America goes to war. And America goes to war. God's people went to war. He gave Jeff a message for the war. Right here. So the Lord is just arming us to be soldiers in this war. Amen? So now let's go to Job chapter 2. It says, again. The very first verse says, again. You know what again means? Look in the bracket. A second time. 1989 is only the first time. The Sunday law. But what happens the second time? Skin for skin. The Bible he says, and the Lord says, touch, touch him, but not his life. What's coming is terrible. And it's going to begin, we're going to begin to receive a taste of it at the civil Sunday law. Now, there is a little trouble here at the midnight cry. Don't get me wrong. But the severity of it is not going to be great as what comes at the civil Sunday law. But that's only to prepare you for that second time when the council meets again. And this time when the council meets, they're going to announce the close of probation. That's what they're going to announce. Because the Sunday law is what? I call, well, what do we teach? It's the close of probation. Amen. Go ahead. Each time they meet, it's 40, 41, 42, 43, 44. Praise God. Every single one of time. Praise God. They meet to reveal the light. They meet to reveal the light. Amen. Dan 11. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I could agree with that. Amen. Because this one is the second part of 40. And the Sunday law is 41. And they will meet until that finishes. That's nice. That's a very nice then thought. They all, they all ride down to earth. Yep. Yeah. So it says, again a second time, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also. also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence thou cometh? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? Those who came out of the civil Sunday law. Alright? That there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil, and still he holdeth fast to his integrity, although thou movest against him to destroy him without a cause. And Satan said, And Satan said, answered and said, answered the Lord, and said, skin for skin, 
Yea, all that a man hath, he will give for his life. But put forth thine hand now and touch his what? Bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. I want to make this point here. When is the first time we saw bone and flesh mentioned in the Bible? Bone of his bone and so what? He's about to touch the church. Because it's about Christ. Christ is also Job. He's telling him, I will touch the skin, your skin and your bone. And the skin and the bone of a man is the woman. He's about to touch, but he's also touching the man at the same time. Amen? This is where church and state is now combined at the Sunday law. So God's church, amen, so God's church and God's state should be what at that point? They should be working in unison. The church on earth and the kingdom in heaven. Right? They should be working in unison. But skin for skin, I will touch the woman. And that's what Rashad just said. Let's go down. Verse 6. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd and scraped himself withal, and he sat down in ashes. Then said his what? His wife. The wife was touched. Yeah. By touching Job, the wife was touched. Mm -hmm. And that's when she rises up and said, Dost thou still retain that integrity? Curse God. And so the false church is going to rise up in the Sunday law. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say to those to Job, Curse God and die. Then it says, But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women. Sorry, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not re receive evil? And in all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Amen? Amen. I praise God for what he's opening up. I mean, it is powerful what he's showing. And I can't begin to, to, to fathom that he's showing this to me. Who am I? Right? But nevertheless, he's also showing this to you. All right? It means that God has regarded us in the beloved. We need to see that. God has regarded us in the beloved. Let us not do things that bring reproach upon his name or that would cause us to fall. This is to call us to repentance. These truths are to call us to repentance. I cannot always say it's not about um, this is nice, this is beautiful. It's, this is God's word, which is designed to call us to a place of humility, penitence, and to recognize his working in this earth, so that we, and to give us assurance that we can be saved by him if we align ourselves on the right side of the conflict. Amen. And he's showing us the invisible. I praise God for it. Satan is angry. Because yep. God is showing us the invisible. And we really, if, if, if we don't get what was said here today, watch the videos when they come out. Watch them again. Watch them again. You know why I encourage it? Because I watched that video on Breaking the Bank about four times. I watched it, and I watched it again, and I watched it again, and I would go to parts that I want to clip. And I'll, if I could do that there, you need to do that here. Watch it again. You didn't, Man, I need to hear that again. Watch it again. Watch it until you know it. Yes, 
No, you, you study and watch. I don't mean just watch it, right? But what, study, uh, but do it until you know it. Do it until it becomes a part of you. Do it until it's something you yourself can teach. Because what the Lord is showing us is our safeguard. Amen. That is showing us because history repeats. Amen? There is no new thing under the sun. The financial collapse, the, 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 the Patriot Act, the, the death decree, um, 1989, war and marriage, and what is to come at the midnight cry is all to teach us what's happening at the Sunday law. So let us learn it. Let us put it into our, into our minds. Because she says, those who had an experience in the first and second angel are not so liable to be led into false paths. Isn't that, that's a wonderful promise. The Lord, has, the Lord is revealing to us the experience of the first and second angel's message. He's revealing it to us. And we need to participate in it. And she says, those who participated in the proclamation, you can't proclaim something you don't know. Learn it because you have to teach it to your children. You have to teach it to the children. Wives have no excuse because they have an audience. Husbands have no excuse. They have an, and children, learn it because a time is coming when, like Daniel, you're going to be taken into Babylon. And you're going to need to stand on that truth. You're going to need to eat that which comes from heaven. Amen? It's all designed to protect us. It's all designed to keep us in the city of refuge. Amen? All right. Shall we close here? Uh, with pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful, Lord, for that which you continue to open up to us, Lord. Uh, I am eternally grateful, and I pray that everyone here is eternally grateful as well, and that, Lord, these truths will do the work that is calculated to do. She says that no further light will be given until the first and second has done its specific work. And we pray, O oh Lord, that that specific work is being done for us now, Lord, bringing us to a place of humility, one of giving up the world, one where we study your, your, your truth point by point, Lord, and, and, and bringing us back to the place where the Millerites were on October 22nd. That way we can move forward, Lord, into the light of Revelation 18. We thank you. We ask for forgiveness of sin, Lord, that you're creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. And we pray that these truths will go far and wide, Lord, also bringing other men and women to the truth. And we pray and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.